Everyone has questions. Why am I here? Where will I go when I die? Is there really truth? But not everyone has biblical answers. Welcome to the Pastor Study, a ministry of pastorstudy.org. Join us now as we study the Bible to draw closer to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Here is Pastor Tom Brock. Welcome to the Pastor's Study. Do you or someone you know have a problem with pornography? Because pornography is everywhere in our culture now. You just turn on the computer and it's at your fingertips. We thought we'd bring in an expert today, a Christian man who works with people who have pornography addiction issues. So welcome, Dr. Al Larson, to our show. Well, thank you. It's great, great to be on yep. your show. So for half an hour, we're going to talk about <coughs> conquering pornography. Al, when I was eight years old, I mm. found my dad's pornography, mm. and that messed me up. Mm. And what I found were like playboys. Today, mm. kids are finding hardcore pornography on the computer. Right. And so, uh, <coughs> have you found, because you work with lots of Christian people, is this a big problem today inside the church, church people? Well, it's interesting, you know, you're saying eight years old. Uh, the purveyors of pornography, are uh, their goal is to capture uh, our children younger and younger. Mm -hmm. uh, this, the average age now is between eight and nine years old. In, in the church, you know, it's, it's not any different. They're getting captured through the games they play and all, you know, just a tremendous source of in, input and influence on our church. Seventy percent, when you ask about the, the church itself, I mean, there's statistics all over the place and they vary. If they're even half right, you know, we're in deep trouble in the church because of what it does to the brain. Mm -hmm. uh, seven, it's the statistics indicate that about 70% of Christian men are fighting with pornography on a daily basis. Uh, a research uh, statistic I just read recently said 50% of the Christian men are addicted to pornography. Mm -hmm. So, yes. And I, and I heard somebody say, our brain was not designed to handle internet pornography. I mean, internet pornography is kind of a new thing, <coughs> and it's just bombarding people. Why is it that people, men especially, but women too, to a degree, but I think it's mainly a man problem, am I right? Isn't, aren't men more into this than women? Uh, yeah, about a third of the, uh, the people who are searching the internet for pornography are women. Oh, is that right? So, and it's growing. Okay. Uh, but we think, the statistics indicate that about 20% of Christian women are addicted to pornography. And, and so why is it so hard? Let, let's say you've looked at it, you've done it, and you know it's wrong. God, forgive me. I never mm -hmm. want to do this again. Help me not. Mm -hmm. And then you do it again. Mm -hmm. Why is it so hard to, to quit this? Well, I, I, I wanted to be able to read the, this quote and make sure I got it right. But mm -hmm. uh, think of this once. Describing porn's effect to a U.S. Senate committee, Dr. Jeffrey Satanover of Princeton University, he's a Harvard graduate as well, and he his specialty is child uh, psychology, and he's, he quoted this. He says this to the Senate committee. It is as, as though we have devised a form of heroin a hundred times more powerful than before, usable in the privacy of one's home and injected directly to the brain through the eyes. Mm. So when you say it's not designed, you know, for the brain has something called neuroplasticity, and all that means is neuro, the brain, plasticity means adaptability, uh, changeability. So when you were eight years old, you're, you're right, it's, it 
tremendously different today when they see the visuals of pornography on mm -hmm. the internet. But what it's doing, it's interrupting the chemicals of the brain and it's, it's wiring the brain to be conditioned to only be able to respond uh, sexually to visual images. So, Which is not the way God made us. No, no. And so it, it, I think this, we're, we got a two-minute video clip about the science of <coughs> the brain. Al's put together some videos. You, what is your website again? It's mind-armor.com. Uh, if you need more info, you're going to hear in a few minutes that there is a way to conquer this and to battle this, mind-armor.com. But here's a two-minute video <coughs> about the brain, then we're going to come back and talk some more. Science of the mind. So the flesh has a mind which only does a specific kind of thinking, a thinking that is hostile towards God. There's no cure for the flesh. Let me say it again. There is no cure for the flesh, only a ferocious determination to overcome and have victory over the mind of the flesh. And that's your decision. In order to make that decision, it's extremely important that you know what the mind of the flesh is. What you're looking at is a picture of the human brain with a hundred billion neurons conducting amazing electrical chemical processing. Now, there are specific areas of your brain that store and retrieve information coming in from our five senses, which allow us to respond to the issues of life. The word tells us that the flesh has a mind. Let me show you where I believe the mind of the flesh is located. The part of the brain that you're seeing here is called the limbic system. It's known as the emotional brain. The higher reasoning part of the brain is located here and fleshly minded processing and thinking is here. This is where the instinctual drives and behaviors come from. This part of the brain controls the automatic ways we respond to our environment and relationships. We learn to fight or flee, to do anger, rage, anxiety, fear, and addictions. We have also learned inappropriate ways to satisfy our sexual desires, which are automatically stimulated and controlled by this part of our brain. So the flesh has a mind that puts chemicals into your brain that hijacks you and shuts your higher reasoning down. So remember, the mind of the flesh doesn't obey the Word of God and it's not capable of obeying it. We're going to teach you how to be the objective observer over the mind of the flesh, thoughts and emotions that get stimulated by the lies that saturate the world. So Al, there it is how the brain can get messed up by this stuff. And let me ask you this. Somebody asked me this recently and I'll ask the expert. And he said to me, this was a young man struggling with sexual uh, addictions, and he says, what do you do when a wave of temptation comes over you? Mm -hmm. And you're just attacked by a wave of temptation. What do you do? What mm -hmm. would you have said to him? Well, uh, you know, I, same thing I've said to hundreds, maybe thousands of people over the last 25 years counseling, which is what I do. You know, I'm, uh, I've been counseling for a long time. And so that wave that's coming over them is because chemicals are being released in the brain because of thought. So when the brain gets stimulated, it puts the chemistry into the brain. The, the first, I think the first thing that a person needs to understand is what's happening to them. Okay. Is that these thoughts that are going on produce chemistry into the brain, and it's like taking a syringe 
you know, out, people are addicted. It's, it's the greatest addiction in the planet is, is lust and pornography. So uh, externally, someone ingests a drug to get high. But the visual stimulation uh, is like taking a syringe and putting the chemistry right into your brain through the visual stimuli. Okay. So that rush is coming because of that. And he needs to be able to have a pattern interrupt to exit it. Okay. So, Can you, so what would you say to him? What do you do? Well, uh, he needs to have a, an ability to know what's happening and that it's occurring. And then to be able to say to his brain, there's a part of him that's designed by God to run his brain. We're mandated to run our brain. To say to it, stop. Stop this now. Mm -hmm. And so what we're doing in the program is we're teaching what a thought is and how to be able to have dominion over that yep. part of the brain called and, the flesh. And I think this is now going to be the most important part of the show. Mm -hmm. Again, mind-armor.com will get it more detailed. But so let's <coughs> an, an evil image comes into your mind. Right. Y you have kind of a method on how you deal with right. it. Would you explain that to people? Well, uh, think about this first, that I in the church, you, when we talk about taking thoughts captive, but we don't explain what a thought is. So what I do, uh, speak to the, mm -hmm. to the camera here for a second, uh, for you men that are listening and women that are listening to this, help your men discover what a thought is. So uh, if you think of someone you love, a visual image pops into your mind. You think of someone you love, and if you think the Lord's Prayer, for a just for a second, think the Lord's Prayer. So you can hear the words of the Lord's Prayer in your mind, and you can see the pictures in your mind as well. The pictures are the thought, and the words are the thought. Every picture and every word puts chemistry into your brain. So when someone sees a pornographic picture, let's say they're going in the mall, mm -hmm. and they see a, a, a 10 foot by yeah. 10 foot picture of Victoria's Secret. There you go. <laughs> That's the place. Walking okay. by. That yeah. stimulates the chemistry okay. to go into the brain. All right. And so what, what a, a, a man needs to do is learn to have dominion over what's uh, firing in the brain. Yes. And if we can change the meaning, which okay. is what we teach men to do, yeah. change the meaning so that they uh, know that they're in a war and that that's the enemy trying to attack their system, mm -hmm. then they'll be on guard differently when they train their brain to do and, the truth. And, and let me I'll tell you what I learned from your videos, and you mm -hmm. tell me if I got this right. Mm -hmm. So I have an evil thought come into my head from a, something I saw, right. and I'm tempted. <coughs> you have, you say you either see that as like on a pane of glass, mm -hmm. and that you take a, a hammer and you shatter the pane of glass, mm -hmm. or see it as a on a big piece of paper and you light the piece of paper and it goes up in fire, and you mm -hmm. say whichever of those is easiest for you to imagine is the one you should go for. First of all, it's very good. All right, am I right or wrong? No, you're absolutely right. All right, so, and then absolutely. what do I do? So well, once you've, once you've done that, we say, well, what is happening when a person can take this pornographic picture that, that, that's in their brain, and they, they practice ahead of time smashing those pictures? We can do anything. God's made it that it, this is our brain, and we're, he designed us to run our thought life. That's why it says, gird your mind for action in okay. Peter. Yep. Why it says, take a thought captive. Yep. Uh, why it says make every effort to add to your faith moral excellence okay. because it's something we're supposed to be able to do. Mm -hmm. God designed us to do that. The mm -hmm. spirit, when we're born again, our spirit is, is to design by God to have dominion over our thought life. Okay. And that thought life is pictures yeah. and words. So, so mm -hmm. one more time, Al, because yep. I'm sure I did it in a broken way. Tell people about this thing. Okay. Okay. When you see a pornographic picture, and you can do that by memory, uh, the commercial uh, you saw yesterday, 
or walking into the mall and seeing that, that picture of Victoria's Secrets there. That is the enemy's infiltration of your nervous system. You can take that picture, freeze frame it because it's your brain, turn it to glass and smash it into little pieces. You can also take a, a pornographic picture that's in your mind from memory and freeze frame it and take a blowtorch to it and light it on fire and see it go phew. When you do that, your brain is, your, your spirit is teaching your brain that you have control and it's teaching your brain to have dominion over these kinds of thoughts, which we need to do in the church because we're losing. Men, we're losing. And you need to decide that you're going to make every single effort to, to have dominion over this part of your brain. Or it wires you and has you, grabs you, grabs a hold of you. I did a poem once. It's, it sounded like this. Hoping and doping did me much harm, left me alone without an alarm. But listen now. What porn did, it held me and fed me and bed me lay down. It grabbed right a hold of me and took me to town. Tangled and twisted was all that I found. When I became a Christian, I decided that I was going to overcome this issue of lust and pornography that was in my life, but I didn't know how. And uh, they prayed demons out of me I didn't have, and they were telling me to pray more, fast more, study more. Those things didn't change the structure of what was in my brain. So I was determined to learn what human design engineering, how God wired our brain, and applied theology to be able to do those two things, to be able to train my brain to do the truth of God's word. What about, do you sometimes have to do that picture smashing thing over and over? For yes. A while? Yes. Oh. Like the rest of your life? <laughs> oh, yes, the rest <laughs> of your life. One yeah. of the things I say in the tape is that there's no cure for that part of the brain that they saw called the mind of the flesh. Mm -hmm. That part of the brain has an antenna. You just got to kill it every day. <laughs> it has yeah. an antenna towards the, the, the lust and pride and all the things of the world and God w desires us to have charge over it and, and, and run it yeah. and take take charge over yeah. it. Yeah, and you know, I'm going to say this too. I talked to a Christian man who told me about a struggle with pornography mm. and he keeps it in the house. Mm. I said, now wait a minute, mm. you, you're keeping it. Well, yeah, it's mm. expensive. I, I said, no, you got to throw that stuff away. And, the, and I <coughs> talked to him, I think, about the importance of accountability that you have somebody who's a, a prayer partner with you that holds you accountable on this stuff. Is that part of your program? Uh, it is. Uh, you know, one of the things we found, uh, we made our program confidential, first of all, and it's anonymous, confidential, uh, meaning that we don't require a name, address, or a telephone number. And we had to pay more to be able to have a person purchase our program and not uh, provide all that information. Hmm. So it's anonymous. And, you know, the Internet, for porn users, it's anonymous. Yeah. It's accessible, yeah. right? And uh, ours is anonymous, confidential, private training program. So if somebody's watching this and mm -hmm. they want to get victory and they know they need help, if they go to mind-armor.com, mm -hmm. will that show them how to sign up for help? Or it, what is it will. Uh, the accountability program we've built in, inside of it, we, we can do a group uh, program with this with MindArmor as well. We're, we're, we have a facilitator's guide and a workbook. But we have a program where we send a devotion and an assignment every day, Through the internet, confidentially, to uh, people's email to keep them on target, and okay. it's a year-long program. Okay, good. So good. Mm -hmm. And and so explain what is Mind Armor for people. Uh, Mind Armor is a, a very specific uh, skill-based program that's designed that is function about how we're designed, how God designed us, applied theology, and uh, there's a 60-minute video. 
uh, that does the teaching and the training. Okay. There's seven segment videos, the workbook, uh, the uh, internet uh, uh, emails with devotion and So you uh, can't training. do this by yourself if you want to. The, the issue is that most men aren't going to raise their hand in church right. and they're not going to show up in a small group. Now some will, but it's usually because uh, they've been either exposed, their wife has caught them, yeah. or someone else, or they're in trouble, mm -hmm. and they're kind of forced to do it. And let me just explain, if you're, if you're open to being in a small group, which I think is a great idea, National Coalition for Purity, Google that, and there, there aren't groups like that in the Twin Cities. There are. But if you'd rather go this route, mm -hmm. uh, they go to um, MindArmor? Mind-Armor.com. And you know, both okay. are, are good. Yeah, they Somebody both are. that's willing to come out and, and share that this is a, a difficult pull in their life. And we're going to show now mm -hmm. a, a little clip of many men especially, but have you got groups for women yet or help for women yet? You know, we're, de we're, we're in the process of uh, developing a program for women okay, too. Good. But also the women who are dealing with this with their men, they hate that their men are doing lust. So they need support too. Yeah. I mean, what do I do? How do I support yeah. my husband? Well, let's look at somebody who went through this and really got help. Here's a, a video. I'm Mark Henderson. I am a counseling pastor at a large church, and I've been working there for 12 and a half years doing counseling ministries. And the thing I'm so excited about Mind Armor Training Tools is they're skill-based tools that transform the brain. And transformation is the big thing that we talk about in churches. But these are actually skill-based tools that help us transform our brains so that we can change the meaning of lust and pornography and stop doing those things. Hi, my name is Tom Richter. Mind Armor is a tool that will provide you, as it provided me, real tangible application to apply 2 Corinthians 10 in your own life. Mind Armor helped me partner with the Holy Spirit to gain control over lust and pornography. Hey, I'm Jim, and uh, I've struggled with pornography most of my life. I'm in my late 40s. I stumbled across it when I was nine years old. Tried many, many different things to become free, the word, um, getting married, all those types of things. And the only thing that um, finally worked for me was Mind Armor training tools, because what they did for me, they gave me a way to see pornography for what it really was. It's hurtful and harmful. It hurts me, my relationship with God, hurts my wife, and I'm free. Well, that's a great testimony, and the Lord bless you for doing what you're doing, because not many people are. A lot more people are selling pornography than trying to get people off of it. But I, I got a question now. Great testimonies. Let's do an analogy with, with drinking. Okay. Here's two men I've known, John and Bob. Mm -hmm. John comes to Christ, accepts <coughs> the Lord, and his drinking problem pretty much goes away mm -hmm. rather miraculously. Mm -hmm. And I don't think he's had a drink for many years. Mm -hmm. But here's Bob, Christian man, who knows if he doesn't go to his AA meeting every Friday night, he's going to be in trouble. Mm -hmm. And so there are Christians who are kind of supernaturally delivered right. and others who have to battle. and and, and you know, God bless Bob. I think he had like 16 years of sobriety before he died. But but there's a, what's the norm in the porn uh, problem for people? Mm -hmm. What do you what well, do you find? Well, I think you're making it really a good point. You know, I I was addicted to pot, alcohol. I did crank, uh, uh, prior to the age of 30. When I became a Christian, I was able to overcome those addictions 
compared to, to lust and pornography, it was easy. Oh, really? And I'm not saying that for those that are struggling with those addictions that it's, that it's, that it's easy. I'm not saying that. But compared to this thing of lust, when it grabbed a hold of me again after I became saved, mm -hmm. uh, it was a, a horrible, shameful, awful thing that I was experiencing. Yeah. And my wife was experiencing when she was walking, holding my hand in the mall, and my head would get jerked this way and that mm -hmm. way. And I, I think that the difference is the enemy is so smart in putting this in every aspect of our life, mm -hmm. in, in commercials, TV commercials, oh, yeah. sitcoms, movies, yeah. uh, billboards, uh, in the mall, everywhere. And he's getting bolder and bolder. Yeah. Uh, and it's affecting uh, the church in such a dramatic way. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think it's the, 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 the reason that this is so much more difficult is uh, some things, you know, he can, uh, an alcoholic can avoid going, having alcohol in his home. He can avoid having, going to a bar yeah. or being with his friends. He can have a Coke instead. Yeah. Yeah. But with the issue of fighting uh, lust and pornography, it's bombarding it and is. getting into our brain and we hardly know it. And for that very reason, I don't have cable TV in my house. Mm. Now, mm. I, I preach against cable on cable. Let me do it again. Mm. But I, I don't know if, it, maybe you can handle it okay. I can't handle some of that stuff on cable TV. Mm. And so I just have a regular TV in my house. That's from hell. Mm -hmm. Cable TV can be from the inner yeah. recesses yeah. of hell. Yeah. So some of this stuff we just have to, or, or some men, tell them about, what's it called, where you put a thing on your computer. Yeah, they, have, they have internet uh, uh, filtering systems. What I think that if, if you would look at Covenant the Eyes. Covenant Eyes, and there's a number of programs that are really good out there. Mm -hmm. But what I want is to have a filtering system that's in my heart mm -hmm. so that when uh, a, a pornographic image comes up or a commercial or you're in the mall, that you're going to see it. When you shift meaning, then the chemistry that's released in your brain changes too. Okay. So I want that filtering system to be in my heart. And that's that thing where you imagine smash the pictures. Yeah. And Okay. And change the thoughts themselves. But, you know, again, I, for me personally, what has helped me in my Christian life really put a dent into sin is me having to call somebody once a week and mm. we pray for each other. Mm -hmm. I hold him accountable, he holds mm -hmm. me accountable, mm -hmm. and we pr for, for me, mm -hmm. accountability is key. Mm -hmm. Whereas if I have nobody holding me accountable for anything, I'm a lot more likely to sin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I think that that's good. I don't think there's one... Yeah. One thing that's going to work for every human being. Right. You know, that's why, you know, AA works for, for some people. It right. doesn't work for other people. Right. So, I, you know, what Mind Armor does is give an alternative okay. for those that don't feel comfortable to go tell somebody. Okay. They don't have an accountability person. Right. I have story after story where they didn't have somebody. They're not bold like you. Okay. They won't go to someone yeah. and talk about it. Yeah. So what Mind Armor will do is help them train their brain so they have a filtering system internally. So we want to tell you, mind-armor.com, if you struggle with this kind of thing, go there, see if it's for you. And I don't know if you've got a phone number they can call and talk to you, but it's probably on the I website. Do. No, I do. Uh, okay. They can call 651-777-3112, extension 59 is my, okay. uh, my extension to leave a message for me and I'd get a hold of you. Well, Al, we've got uh, four minutes. I want us to pray before we end the program. We want to pray for everybody watching this who struggles with pornography, and that's a lot of people, a lot of Christian people. And, but before you pray, Al, I'm going to ask you to pray. Uh, you've got about two minutes. Good. Tell us, uh, I'm, let me just pick your brain. Were you raised in any kind of church at all? Uh, no. I grew up in a very dysfunctional home. Uh, I was 
physically abused, sexually abused as a, as a kid. You were. Uh, my dad was killed in a bar fight when I was nine. Oh my. I saw him die in a bar. Grew up in a housing project. Uh, I was in, uh, I was a violent kid, addicted to so many things, and uh, actually in jail at 15. You were. Uh, married at 17. And you're still married to her. 48 years. God bless you. God, God bless. And, and her. God, I've been blessed. <laughs> her, she's, I mean, to put up with, and, with and me. So here's the big question. Yeah. How did God get a hold of you? How did you convert to Christ? I, it was, for me, it was coming to, to the awareness, because love meant pain to me, coming to the awareness that this God loved me so much that he gave himself for me. And so... I became aware of his love, and I became aware that I was a possessor of hell, and I went all in and sold out to Christ. And did he use a person, a TV show? What did he use to get you? Actually, I was uh, separating from my wife. I was had an apartment, and I was doing some really horrible things, and I heard God's voice in the cells of my body, and he said, if you don't go home to the woman I gave to love you, I'm done with you. Wow. I took a pan. I because had a lot of people in the room, and I pounded on the pan, and I said, everybody listen up. I'm out. This is my place now. <laughs> I said, I'm out of here, and I'm never coming back. And uh, it scared me. I was oh. so terrified of this God going to remove himself from me that it started, it, it, it just started that transformational process of so reading. So kind of an inner voice you got. It was in the cells of my body. Wow. It's, it's interesting. It says in Acts that a vibration of God, Paul received a vibration <laughs> okay. from God. Okay. And that vibration, the sound, whatever that was, all right. I think downloaded all this information Great. Uh, in well, the Paul. Well, listen, we got to wrap it up. Okay. Can you just take it, if you could just, we got about yes. 30 seconds. Go ahead and pray okay. there, Al. I want to pray for the men and the women that are listening to this, uh, that that you would hear from the Holy Spirit. I'm here for a reason. You're watching this for a reason. And so I would pray, Lord God, that you would touch their hearts, that you would help them. Uh, I know the shame and the difficulty of overcoming this issue of lust and that leads to pornography, that can lead to affairs, that can destroy your family, your relationship with your children, and it can uh, destroy your ministry. So Lord God, I pray that you would help them, mm -hmm. that you would encourage them, mm -hmm. God, that you would have them find the help that they need, whether it's Mind Armor or a group like uh, Pure Desire or one of the other ones that are out there, God, but that they would do something mm -hmm. that would, would make a difference on how they deal with this mm -hmm. issue. And I ask these things in Jesus' in name. In Jesus' name. Well, thank you. God bless you, Al, for your important That's work. Good. And everybody, uh, we'll see you again next time at the Pastor Study. Go to pastorstudy.org and you can watch all of our TV shows. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for watching The Pastor Study. You can watch more of our programs at pastorstudy.org. We are on the air preaching the gospel of Christ because of our generous support of you, our viewers. Would you consider supporting our ministry? You may do so at pastorstudy.org. Or write The Pastor Study, P.O. Box 41294, Minneapolis, Minnesota 55441. May the blessing of our one triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you today and always.